Hey guys, and welcome back to Cultured Boys, a show where two guys just want to have a chat. I'm Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by Pepe. And this week, we are back to some live action adaptations. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's been. Is, is this the first one we've done? Like you've done it with uh, Wilder, <laughs> you, but like I guess, I guess I should say I'm back for some more <laughs> live action. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah. I also realized can't actually call this one an adaptation because, um, well, I guess we're we're talking about blazing transfer students. Yeah, I I didn't know it was actually called students. I thought it was student. That's uh, why right. originally it was a live action adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's kind of one in the loosest sense. Like it's the fact that they've like kind of twisted it a little bit. But, well, uh... it's live action, but. It's not an adaptation though, because it turns out this is wholly original, mm-hmm. and it's a a show sequel to a manga. I mean, it's kind of like it's the fact that like they do make references, like slight tiny references to the manga. Like I don't know, even the first episode anyway, they made like reference to it. But like, I mean, the whole thing is a reference because it's a, yeah. It, I, it's I a, mean, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's supposed to be a sequel, but not like I don't think like an official sequel. I think it was. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't For know the logic God, behind God it. God knows what this is, but yeah, it's it's the Blazing Transfer Students. Watched it on Netflix. Yes, um, and it's actually not. It, the name differs only ever so slightly in Japan, which makes it seem more like a sequel than uh, than over here. Because like again, all we did in the West was put an S on it yeah, <laughs> at the end. I, yeah. Um, so they actually changed the title in Japan then compared to... What well, actually, they just added an extra word. Oh, so, okay, yeah. So. Hono no Tenkosei Reborn. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's it. It's the Reborn, the so, one they've added so, on yeah, <laughs> by so any it's chance. Blazing, yeah, it's literally... So it's just Blazing Transfer Student Reborn. Okay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it, it makes it seem a little more like a, a sequel and not like a random potential you can like, chuck, a, chuck a random word at the end of anything and technically it's a sequel so yeah i can get understand <laughs> that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> um but so did you read the blazing transfer student manga then not the uh the actual one i read i think i read like a sort of spin-off wasn't it like ninja man it? or something like that like yeah or... blazing ninja man is what i read uh, okay yeah but it's all in the same kind of universe right is it by the same yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same art style and everything i think it yeah. is the same universe it's just a different main character at a different school yeah, yeah. but i think it was a spin-off of the well because it's cool, obviously still says blazing in it so it's part of the, like i guess the blazing franchise franchise, yeah because i feel i feel like there's more as well i feel like there's probably other blazing oh yeah like i think this is like a really big like franchise blazing yeah or i it might be big or was big i'm not Mm -hmm. entirely sure on that but i've definitely heard of blazing transfer student yeah and like the art style is quite recognizable as well this is one thing of it like even though i've already seen bits and pieces of it i have seen this art style before and it is like yeah i get that it's uh I mean, even before I read like Blazing Ninja Man, I definitely have seen the main character of Blazing Transfer Student before. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, I've definitely seen him before. No, I think it's like I think even when like we went to Japan like ages ago, I feel like there was like posters of that like that character. Oh yeah, stuff like that. Definitely. Like, like definitely. We've, we've been we went into a few like random like manga shops and stuff like that, and it was like they, they would have been. And we probably there. saw something in like a secondhand shop. 
yeah, there would have been something around. But um, yeah, Blazing Transfer Students. Do you want to give a quick rundown of the synopsis, Nate? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, Blazing Transfer Students is about seven transfer students that appear at a mysterious elite school, Tanabe Gakuen, established by Takizawa Noboru, who was once called the Blazing Transfer Student. Coincidentally, all seven students have the first name Kakaru. The Kakaru sneak into problematic schools with the secret mission of improving it from the inside ordained by their shadowy principal. It's literally the description. It leaves out a lot, and we'll get into that. Um, first of all, uh, I guess we should note down mm-hmm. that the Kakadus are also played by what me and Pepe literally found out just before record is um that all of them are played by a band called Johnny's West. I thought that they were maybe an acting troupe or a comedy group or something. I wasn't expecting a boy band. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's certain bits of it, like there's certain things with this where you're like, I, like, even though I had no knowledge of that going into this show, um, you could tell like there's something about this cast where they've like kind of chosen them specifically for this. And it's like kind of, these these people definitely have like a connection off off of this show as well. You can kind of tell they've kind of yeah they've been doing they've been doing this for us some kind of troop. You can kind of vibe like see that like going into this. Um, but yeah, like I, I was not expecting a musical group or like a boy band or whatever. But fair play, like <laughs> uh, it also. I mean, going into it like a little bit before, it's uh, it kind of answers a lot of your questions as well, like what kind of mm. group this is because, like. <laughs> I was I was even thinking it was gonna be comedy or something like it, I thought it was like a comedy group or something like that. Like I thought so too, because that would explain like maybe some of the acting, but at the same time, because of the way the show is, the fact that their boy band and the acting maybe is a bit over the top and maybe not so amazing and believable mm-hmm. actually kind of works for the show as well it really does i think like the f- first thing you realize with this show is it doesn't take itself seriously or i hope it doesn't <laughs> because... oh yeah i really hope it doesn't yeah it did not present <laughs> itself that way that i remember like okay so just a disclaimer i at this release in 2017 and in 2017 i saw this like, oh i'm gonna try this out i'll give it a watch and i've actually watched the first two episodes like ages ago so and i stopped but i think the reason i stopped was because the one we, we've already established that the show hopefully doesn't take itself too seriously but i <laughs> i remember back then i was watching it i was like this is pretty cringe <laughs> i oh, that's yeah. yeah that's the whole show and it doesn't get any better as it like goes on like for again this is a netflix original like it may have been like i don't know something else when it was in japan but over here in the west it's a netflix original um and for that like when you look at the budget of it as well like some of the special effects some of the like makeup and stuff like that it is like fucking hell this this looks pretty dire but (laughs) i can imagine it being a kind of cult classic in a way where it's so fucking goofy that it's like, okay, I can kind of get on board with it a little bit. And in the end, I ended up watching four episodes of this thing. You watched the whole thing, didn't you, Nate? Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of got a bit more absorbed into it as the episodes went on. Uh, and I, I, I think I was more open-minded to it this time around compared to the first time I tried to watch it. Because I think I've just accepted the 
the fact there is just over the top and goofy. Like I've accepted that. <laughs> See what I will say to where you said it was like you know it looked dire. Yeah. Uh, to me, this show is the epitome of like a Japanese show. Yeah, like a yeah, a I Japanese sort of like comedy show where it's got like the weird effects, but then like the costumes and the makeup and stuff look a little like Don Quixote like corner shop you know not corner shop yeah. but you know what i mean like, it is it costume kind of like store kind of costumes stuff. it is costumes you're 100 yeah. right like the party shop kind of stuff and like to me the whole time i was sat there watching it, i was like my god this is the most like japanese thing i've seen in a long time it's and when so i say true. that yeah. when i say that i mean like think about japan what you think japan stuff is like from a decade ago that's exactly it right yeah. it's over the top it's weird and wacky and you don't understand a single thing that's going on even though it's all right there in front of you <laughs> and they're explaining everything and you're still just there like what the fuck is this yeah i agree it is i this is one thing about japanese live action shows and j dramas and stuff like that is that i think like those types of shows like this i've watched certain like j dramas and stuff where like it's more grounded and it's not as wacky and it is actually very like i mean sometimes it comes comes across a little bit overacted but it's not the worst thing i've seen uh but with when it comes to these comedy ones and more fantastical series where they do live actions this is where the over-the-top acting really comes out because obviously they're trying to do you know what japanese comedy is like anyway like it's over the top and wacky and there's certain bits of it you're like well i don't understand this uh, so when there's something like this, which is more fantastical and is trying to showcase a lot of like, oh, here's this thing. Like, there's there's literally a guy in this. Um, what was it uh, the uh, the pretty <laughs> the pretty Kakaru? Oh, <laughs> Kakaru going, Fuji. Kakaru Fuji, who constantly does these like, oh, like stylish wink and stuff like that. Like, but basically, that's yeah. Each Kakaru is like a different stereotype. Yeah, a different trope, and that one that Pepe is talking about is the Ikemen like. pretty boy yeah who's got like a blonde wig on which is like long blonde hair but this guy's obviously japanese (laughs) and he's obsessed with beauty and being a gentleman and he's yeah pepe's right he's shining shining wing shining that's it yeah shining wing that's it and then like it it, then the effects come through where he does the wink does the whole peace side by it like and then it's like a heart that comes out yeah super shiny (laughs) and all that and then like but yeah. then the, the effects are coming through with it and they're like oh my god it's so bright and it's like oh my fucking god i'm watching <laughs> his this, beauty like... is blinding yeah, but <laughs> realistically this is like he's, this guy's supposed to be playing a high schooler as well by the way but then none of these are really played by ac- actual high schoolers or like people of that age because half of these guys look like they're in their like late 20s early 30s <laughs> like yeah, they, but that's normal for acting across the world isn't it like, I, I know but like i don't compare it to something like glee for example where it's somewhat passable even though it's like these are definitely not i, high thought, I thought they were kind of some of them were passable well in this show in yeah ah no like I, well it's mainly kakaru fuji which i was like this guy looks in his mid 30s this like, guy yeah <laughs> okay like fuji maybe not but like some of the others i thought could pass like uh Kakeru Hamada, the the serious. How about like, Hamada? You one. can pa- Hamada kind of passes. Yeah, he's like, like the boxing type. Yeah, 
Kakeru Kotaki, the delinquent one, I thought he could pass. Yeah, Kotaki could pass. Okay, yeah. Like so, even like the main guy, the normal one, Shigeoka. Uh, uh, that one's kinda, a, like he could yeah, kind of pass. It's it's borderline. It is absolutely. But when you got someone like, for example, Kakeru Kabiyama. Who is supposed to be playing the uh, the scared one or like the more sensitive yeah. one? Yeah, uh, he did not. He, like, it's got like a bowl cut. It feels like he's supposed to be playing like a kind of like, uh no, like it's like little baby boy or something. And yeah, it just kinda... and he's supposed to be playing like a much more wimpier, like yeah. smaller kid. But and it th- this guy work, looks he's like, like he's yeah, he looks like he's in his mid twenties. Realistically, with, that, with <laughs> yeah. that kind of character, you need him to be like. Oh shit! I'm like really young. Like you yeah, need but to... that's like <laughs> Kakaru uh, Nakama, the smart one. I did not believe he was a high school student. <laughs> it's just like yeah, some of these are just like they're they're yeah, quite. You look at that man and you're like, he's got too much of a, of a chiseled face. Yeah, <laughs> to be a fucking high school student. Like yeah. this man, he's he's not. That isn't it. Yeah, there's a there's a like lot Kiriyama of Kiriyama as well. Like there was no way Kiriyama, like the the historical like samurai one. Yeah, there was no way he was a high school student either. Like yeah, those that of... was a fully grown man there. That yeah, <laughs> that's what you know. What I mean, but again, this is from this musical troupe. So obviously, when they were casting this, I assume. So I don't know what the casting process was, but like they've got to find each role for each of these. You're only limited with what you can do. If I'm not gonna so. lie, Pepe, it was probably they wrote the script and thought, do you know what? We need some. At the time, they were probably big. Right, so they were like, we probably need some big names to drag to this that aren't that maybe aren't so expensive. Yeah. Then they yeah. were like, cool, we got this band, but yeah. they all want to be in it. Yeah. So we'll just make seven main characters. Yeah, it is literally that. And then like, I mean, you got seven, so you can do the whole rainbow thing as well. Of like, oh yeah, each each character set has their certain color as well. It's like the fucking Power yeah. Rangers at this at some points. Except they all have <laughs> the same name, first name. Yeah. And they all have the same main um, special ability that isn't actually that special yeah, because that is... becomes a running game. The, the National Rail Punch. Like, this is one thing. That, again, as I said, I tried to watch this back in 2017. And I was taking this very seriously when I was watching it. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, that's where it comes through. Like, this is supposed to be goofy. This is like, no no one <laughs> no one names uh, a punch, a National Rail Punch is taking it seriously. So, Well, especially because, like, they have to explain that joke as well immediately. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, then it's not a good joke then, is it? It really <laughs> oh it's it is very like each of these characters as well is very very tropey it is like you've, you're trying to find the epitome of a, oh we need to find high school student tropes or some of these aren't even high school student tropes they're just like oh we need like japanese like storytelling tropes this is what this feels like yeah <laughs> i mean it's basically like we're gonna treat this like it was a manga yes so you each need to play a manga type character but we yeah. need you to turn it up to 11 <laughs> absolutely and like, they did that yeah they did it it achieved what it was meant to i completely understand but this did really feel like a, a sketch show that only yeah. had the the one main sketch and it went on for too long yeah <laughs> i agree like it's like the tropes really just become that character itself and like there's certain there's certain episodes as well like each episode like a certain uh kakaru gets to show off a little bit about themselves like where like they they all go on missions 
and then like there, there's like I don't know, there's about three, three or four of them or whatever. And then eventually they kind of like, oh, uh, like this, there's two of them get captured or something like that. And then there's this last Kakaru, which like kind of saves the day a little bit because they yeah, have like, much. this kind of thing. And it, yeah, some yeah. of the later episodes uh, were a little better to me. Oh, yeah. Some of the early ones, I just couldn't care. Like the zombie one didn't care. I, that's yeah that, as i said that's the second episode so that's where i turned off to like if I can, that's um if I can like i can't remember what episode it is but there's one where um they were meant to be sent to grab your high grab your mm-hmm. school yeah so you know like softcore porn school uh, <laughs> um, oh, right, okay <laughs> or, or, like and then um they got lost on the way uh-huh. and uh kiriyama ends up being the main one there the samurai guy yeah and uh, they get lost and end up going to um to a edo to themed something. yeah yeah they right, go yeah. to the edo themed theme park but he's so <laughs> yeah. dumb and gets so swept up he doesn't realize it's a theme park oh okay so he and thinks the whole epi- actually yeah. or something. Okay. so the whole episode he's running through this scenario right and everyone else there besides him and the other kakaroos are actors at okay. this at this theme park so then you go through the whole episode and it's kind of like stuff feels a bit off but he doesn't figure it out until the end. He falls in love with the actress there, but she's playing a role. <laughs> and then like they're like, oh, she he wins, and she's like, Yeah, let's let's go to the gate, let's run away together. And he's like, Yeah, I've got a girlfriend, I'm gonna get married, let's run away together. He goes through the gates, a light shines in his eyes, and then the bell rings, and they all come out clapping, and they're like, Congratulations, Kiriyama Sama. You've done it faster than anyone else. Thank you for being at our park. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> and the, then he's just stood there confused. And the other two Kakarus that went with him come out and they're like, Oh man, congrats on winning the game. Yeah, we died really early on. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I thought that was really funny. Okay, like, yeah, but, okay. There's certain like, things I can actually appreciate that kind of stuff. Like, there, there's uh, there's good comedy that comes through there. That's fair. Uh, um, I think the cringiest one, but I also still kind of like the episode was mm. uh, they sent Fuji, Kotaki, and uh, Nakama to an all girl school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the last one I watched. <laughs> that that one was okay. That was very interesting because that's the first time you really see fuji in like a scenario as well like obviously we see oh him... you yeah you, you missed i think it's episode seven uh-huh. or, or six six or seven fuji's get his like main one yeah okay that yeah. one's a really good episode too i, I quite enjoyed that one because is that um... like because i was looking i was reading some of the blurbs and stuff of uh, the late the later episodes doesn't he like get like he goes to he, a school full of pretty boys yeah. and stuff like that. He yeah. gets recruited to a school where the front is that they're trying to raise the next generation of gentlemen in Japan. Goodness me. Okay. And he's there. They call him a shining star. Uh-huh. There, the principal, yeah. because he's, he's a shining star. He's their best example of a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it turns out the principal is actually using it as a front to um, make lots of money. Cause under, at night it turns into a host club yeah <laughs> of course it does yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh that one also had a pretty positive message in okay. a strange way okay because yeah. um he ends up fuji ends up having to have a competition a host competition with the principal and it turns out like at one point fuji was uh overweight all right and uh 
they all try to use that as a way to like bring him down. Like, oh, look how ugly you are, like fat shaming him. Right, and then right. he turns around and he's like, what do you mean? I thought I, I thought I was beautiful. He was like, I was more beautiful when I was fat. And they were all like, what are you talking about? Look at you. And he's like, I'm beautiful regardless. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so it was kind of like positive in a way like, like a wholesome you're beautiful yeah. yeah you you if you feel beautiful you're beautiful you know like it doesn't matter what other people think but then at the same time it was in the context of fuji being the most narcissistic he's ever been <laughs> yeah because he's like i'm beautiful regardless <laughs> the only yeah. reason i lost weight was for my health i still think i'm beautiful i'm beautiful no matter what i am yeah and it's like okay it was, there was a message in there <laughs> kind just, of he kind of just got into the character's trope a little bit and it's like okay, yeah that's, a, that's what that is okay fair all in all this is this isn't actually a bad show i was going into this oh, re- okay, ready yeah. to hate it like again because like oh, oh and i'll keep i'll keep on saying i did try it earlier like watching it a second time round and being maybe a little bit more open-minded than i was six years ago uh like i can maybe like appreciate it a bit more in the weirdest sense like i think if you're looking for a serious show of oh this is far from it this is far yeah (laughs) Uh, it's like if you want something goofy to watch where you could just be like what the fuck is this like why are they doing this like something that is like something you probably even wouldn't be able to think up yourself because half the time i remember the first episode where like they've been like uh, drafted into the school basically. To, oh yeah, yeah, and they're doing the wrestling thing. Yeah, there's the wrestling, thing. and then there's this one moment where like they're running through the school halls trying to escape, and then it's um what was it? Uh, Kamiyama spots this uh, <laughs> this uh, jump rope. Oh, like, well, squad. Yeah. <laughs> and like they're trying to escape this building, and then uh, <laughs> Kami, like, come like, and join us. This, this looks really cool. Oh my god, I'm gonna jump into the Dutch. Like, so then, like, then he starts joining in, like, randomly, and they're like, No, it's a trap. And then the fucking Dutch squad just fucking ties him up with the skipping ropes, and it's like, What the fuck did you expect to happen? <laughs> See, I thought you were gonna talk about the moment where Hikari the female lead oh fucking um, hell gets yeah shigeoka into a room and she's like hide in here and then she tries to convince him and then there's a, just a random pole there yeah yeah she just starts sort of doing a bit the, of pole dancing the loosest and like, form this... of a pole dance because yeah <laughs> and even and then it's, it's like oh this is cringy and it weird. is it is so quick because you don't expect and then obviously it's his facial expressions as well which really fucking just like tell me it's one this guy is not an actor. <laughs> I hope he's not an actor. Uh, and then, the worst thing is, they actually bring that back for one tiny moment in a, I think, episode seven or eight. Yeah. I think okay. it's seven. Because in episode seven, it's like, they break the fourth wall and they're like, we we had so much to do and we've only got an, one more episode before the season ends. Oh, fucking hell, okay. So yeah. then they have to fight Hikari. Right. And um, okay. she gets beat. And she she wakes up in the in that same room, mm, that same like yeah. infirmary room, and Shigeoka's there, but he doesn't want her to know she was he was like watching her really close. Uh-huh. So when she wakes up, he just starts leaning against the pole and also like loosely oh, dancing on it too. Yeah. And it's just like for fuck's sake, why what? is this thing even there? <laughs> why, why in a school? Why is there a pole in the fucking infirmary? I know, right? <laughs> it, it was just. It was weird. It's if you want a show, yeah, that 
basically makes you think about Japan the same way you probably did when you were younger. Like, oh man, Japan, you're so weird. You're yeah. so wacky and weird. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand yeah. you. This is it. <laughs> this, this is, is this show. is the epitome of like the Japanese wacky comedy kind of thing. Literally is. Yeah. It's just like, what is this? I don't know why it exists, mm-hmm. but Japan. Yeah. And then you just sort of brush it off because Japan. It is one that I feel like this is a sort of thing where it should have like a bit of a cult following. Just because, like, it does. It probably, like in the fact that, like, no one really. Kn- like, I wouldn't say this is a very popular show, uh, but like, it's one of those I ones. Mean, that I if- didn't even. I don't even think. I, I think I knew it existed because of the last live action stuff I did with Wilder. Yeah, yeah. But besides that, I don't think I would have even known about this. I think there's a, there's a certain moment like back in 2016, 2017, where I used to watch like a fair few of the J, J- dramas and stuff like that. Um, and then like, I, th- that's how I kind of found this because it just got recommended to me on Netflix because I used to watch a few of them there. And that's how I found this out back in 2017. But like realistically these days, or even realistically back then, was it a popular show? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I like, can't imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one's really, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, like you get stuff like the room where it's one of those ones yeah. where it's so fucking mad that it's like, Oh God, like, like everyone's like a kind of a fan. Oh of yeah, it. for sure. I, this is definitely someone out there. Definitely. Like this is my favorite thing that yeah. ever existed ever. Whether it's because they actually like it or because it's so fucking goofy. There's so many reasons why someone, this might have a cult following. Um, I, de- again, it's, arguably not the worst thing i've seen but it's uh it's just there it's, it's got its own unique vibe to it there's one moment in the second episode which was just like oh my fucking god it's it's the curry episode where they go into the school and they find oh out that, yeah like there's a whole bunch of students that are basically being like fucking <laughs> dopamine via curry <laughs> and turn Pretty into zombies much. and there's one point where the one one thing, the principal has a backpack full of curry and rice, which he just dispenses via guns, which is okay. Yeah. That's one thing I found weird. But then the second bit was the fact that that same principal, again, who is very over the top, has a wacky, very racky hairstyle. Uh, very anime, uh, like very manga hairstyle. Yeah. And it, it was just like, well, that's fucking weird. But then he ends up eating the curry himself and also ends up fucking doping himself up so he could have like mad muscles and stuff and turns you into, forgot like, about the weird like wrestler, muscle like. onions or yeah whatever. and then he like he doesn't even just put a couple onions. he puts on about fucking 15 onions into this fucking curry and then becomes a super powered zombie and like they defeat him by basically punching him in the nuts and it like bear in mind this whole time that he's in a wrestling outfit as well mel like and it's like yeah. everything about this is just like what what, what am i watching right now this is bizarre like freaking see like... originally i played this all off right because i thought this was a manga first okay yeah so when you think like that you're like oh they're just trying to be as truthful to the source material as possible so i wrote it off because i was like well yeah stuff like that probably would happen in a manga right and then when you find out no this is wholly original that's when it gets worse because you're just like why yeah. why <laughs> it's just like you you tried to just come up with the most bizarre thing and realistically again this is japanese comedy at its peak with this kind of stuff because it is like uh, no, i feel like especially with that whole principal character i feel if anything's very japanese comedy and like so bizarre that is like that is the look of it that is the look of japanese comedy right there 
and like it's just they're doing them someone's got to be liking this so someone's decided that yeah like these this is getting made by i assume like a very professional studio uh i mean it's on netflix so it's got to have some kind of backing and budget behind it uh <laughs> it's just it's just one of those ones where like I just don't. I just don't get a lot of it, but there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> if that I I didn't understand it either. But whilst I was watching it, I did think this is why Pepe recommended this or wanted yeah. to watch this. I was like, this does come across as something you might like, but at the same time, it then got so weird. I was like, I don't know if any of us would like. No, this. it's again. This is one of those things. Where I love like some forms of Japanese comedy and the wackiness of it. You know what I'm like. I, I love Pewdiepie yeah. Jaguar. But I think I like that kind of thing because it is animated and it can kind of get away with it. When it turns into live action, that's when it borderlines on cringe. Like there's so many of these things I've seen before, like um, the Ace Attorney live action movie where, you know, like in anime where like someone goofs up and then like some of the characters fall on their side and their legs are in the yeah. air and stuff like that. Like there's, like various moments in that Ace Attorney movie where they did that in a live action, and it's just like, oh, that 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 didn't work. That's cringe. That's bad. And uh, there's other films I've seen, like uh, the Hentai Carmen live action movie. I don't know if you've ever seen or known of Hentai Carmen. <laughs> I know Hentai Carmen, but that is not something I would have thought should ever get a live. Okay, it got a live action. I remember, I remember buying it in like HMV, fucking two, like when I was in wow, uni. Wow, you're you're brave, man. Uh, Did I, the like, cover have a man with some panties on his face? Yeah, <laughs> I went and bought oh, that. God. In the- <laughs> oh god, oh god, and you bought that in? Oh my god. Yeah, I, I was, I didn't give a shit. I was like, oh no, no, this looks mad. And honestly, if I'm gonna compare this series to anything, it's gonna be that hentai carbon live action movie because that movie was so fucking stupid. And again, I ex- I bought it expecting like some mad budget or whatever, because like, obviously it's a movie. And there's literally some guy, no, no word of a lie, with just like face paint on. And he's like, I'm a villain. And it's like, the fuck? That guy just has like the loosest makeup <laughs> I've ever seen in a movie. Like literally they just painted his face blue. Literally like face paints. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> See, this this series is exactly what I was expecting when I did the yeah. live action stuff with Wilder. Yeah. I was expecting this for all of that. And now looking at it, me and Wilder got so lucky yeah <laughs> we got so lucky yeah yeah so okay there were cringe bits in all the movies and stuff we watched but those were like more serious they were trying yeah and i, and I don't want to say they weren't trying with this no but this is just like nothing compared to those i i, I don't even want to i don't even want to get into it i don't want to shit on this too much but like, no like I got so lucky last time. <laughs> Again, like I don't think we I don't think we're shitting on this. I feel like we're just pointing out the fact that it's um <laughs> not exactly everyone's cup of tea is the best way to put it. Uh yeah. because it might because it's so out of the norm for anyone in the West to watch this kind of thing and actually appreciate it for what it is. Um uh, again like i don't i don't want to shit on this either i don't think it's something that is deserves any hate in any way no um, it's just strange it's all. it's light-hearted goofy fun with like that whole japanese comedy twist on it and it is what it is i again it's not the worst thing i've seen by far i've seen a lot of other things which i just disliked <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is not something i dislike but 
I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch the rest of the episodes. I am kind of tempted to now that I've gotten halfway I, I would halfway recommend through. you watch the the host school episode cuz uh the the principal also does like a does speak English sometimes. So it's a bit sort of like Joseph Joestar. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the English. There's there's, <laughs> there's one of the um in in that episode there's a couple of like foreigners. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, there's this there's this one actor, um, and he he purposefully trips, and it's all planned, and the principal goes over this like old looking Japanese man with a clearly a, a red wig on, <laughs> and he's like Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a there's quite a bit of that in when he appears early on and it's it's just hilarious to hear because this guy is supposed to be an over the top character yeah and yeah. when he's playing this sort of like dandy gentleman character it's, right. it's amazing with the english it's okay, it's like yeah. the best part of that episode well i think i will watch the rest of it because these are like these are half hour episodes as well this is one thing so they're easy to watch they're easy to get through although I feel like the longest one I felt like was the first one. For some reason, that felt like that dragged on so much for me. Um, uh, did you get to the sports festival yet? No, not yet. Like, I okay, think... those are long. Is it? Okay, yeah. To so me, that's... they were long. Yeah. And the last episode. Okay, yeah. Like, I, in fairness, like, the, the other ones, like the curry one and the like volleyball one, which is very strange uh like, the yeah. one where, like, like the, there's certain ones where it's just like i do not like, again we've said this so many times already but like i i just don't get it but i'm also not exactly looking away <laughs> uh, yeah. like, i think the, the yeah like the first one just felt like it dragged out a lot and then these other ones haven't been too bad they have some sort of like decent-ish storytelling to them with some mad shit that goes on in the middle but there's nothing wrong with that and yeah okay I, I probably will watch the the rest of this series but like yeah <laughs> just so i could finish it to be honest just so i could <laughs> like i've started i, mean, I started i might as well go on it would take two hours it'd take two hours to finish this yeah episode, i mean so, even yeah. if you don't you're not missing out on much i'll say that yeah okay but yeah yeah <laughs> the, the uh, host school episode one is probably my favorite I'll if have I had I'll, to pick one. I'll give it one. I'll get back to you on how I feel about that. <laughs> Just because no. that one, yeah, that one was sort of like closer to my humor, I guess. I mean, like Fuji is in terms of comedy, like the the guy where it's just like he's the most over the top out of all of them. Um, in my yeah, opinion, I mean, anyway, again, all these like... characters, you you know the tropes. You'll see yeah. them and you're like, okay, cool. They they are literally supposed to just be the most extreme versions of those tropes. There's not much more we can say, really. I there really, there really like... isn't. I feel like we'd just be repeating ourselves at this point. But like to wrap this all up, I guess is that I think like give give this a shot. I guess like because I think yeah. it isn't a bad series. It's something like you just got to give it a shot. You might like it, you might not. Give it a couple episodes and see what you think. Right, but yeah, that's my opinion. It's decent. Yeah, it's all right. It's not bad. I left yeah. it on in the background. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty decent background noise. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, in that case. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That basically summarizes it all, I think. That those, those last few seconds. It literally yeah. is. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not gonna make. We're not gonna go out and tell you to fucking do this. But yeah, yeah. if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna do it, that's your choice. Okay. Can't blame <laughs> us for that. We just we just sort of brought a bit of attention to this. We didn't tell you to go yeah. and watch it. We're, we're just pointing it out but, to you, but not pushing you towards it. <laughs> see, this is the funniest thing. This is where we're not going one way or the other. You know, normally we'd either be like, yeah, try it. Or like on the odd occasion, we're like, yeah, you can yeah. skip this. Yeah. This time around, it's just like, I don't even know what to tell you. Just, this this what, exists. Do what you're going to do. This exists. Yeah. This is a thing that just exists. <laughs> it's here for some reason. Yeah. Congrats uh, to it. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, that is so true. Like, we've, I don't think we've ever been so middle of the road in something before. And especially for a series that is so ridiculous. It's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think the hilarious thing is, is that this is a podcast. We're supposed to talk. And this is probably the first time something has just made us kind of speechless. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> like defeats the whole point of what we're doing. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I don't know what to say about it because it is just like who is this for? I don't particularly know. I don't I, I don't know anyone that would go out and be like this is my kind of thing. I know. But, uh, I know. So I think that's why I'm kind of like, how do you recommend this to someone? Uh, and the only way I can well, recommend it, you do what we did. You don't. <laughs> you let them make their own choice. The only way I can recommend this is to just be like, if you want to watch something goofy and not take it too seriously, yeah, that's the best way I can recommend it to someone, really. Yes, make your own mistakes. <laughs> that's that's all I'm going to leave it with. Yeah, yeah. So let's end it because we're just getting lost in our thoughts of this strange and wacky thing. Yes. So, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget. Uh, let us know if there's any other sort of live action things you want us to check out. If it's available to us and we can find a way to watch it, maybe we'll make an episode of it. I don't know. But yeah, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and find us on all podcast platforms. And we'll catch you next time for another Cultured Boys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.